comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey, joined as usual by... Hey guys, it's Pierce. And tonight we're going to be talking about a very fun comic that we've been reading recently, East of West, written by Jonathan Hickman, illustrated by Nick Tregada, with uh, the colors by Frank Martin and the letters by Russ Wooten. This is a alternate history, yep. sci-fi, fantasy, post-apocalyptic, apocalyptic western? Yeah, um, yeah. It, western. I think you can quintessentially call it a western. But with all those other things, All too. those other things stipulated, yes. There's a little Firefly. Yeah. There's a little in issue six, which we're not going to talk about, but I have read um, Judge Dredd. Yeah. There's... All kinds of awesome. The Book of Revelation and yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's very you know we're we're we won't be uh, skirting the line, but our yeah our caveat of we don't talk about religion, but we talk about fake religion, and that's going to come up quite a bit. It, in this yes, one. or at least in a fake version of religion, yeah. so we don't get anybody too butthurt. But yes, yeah, I've recently come to the conclusion. I, I mean, I read a lot of Marvel. I read some DC. I think my favorite comics are. I don't want to say Image, but tend to be third-party things. Okay, indies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we, I think we did the Saga episode, right? Did we talk about that? Lock and Key. You know, this is a very... I'm a sucker for Western, so this is a very big contender up there with Lock and Key, with, you know, Saga for, for my favorite. So, even Kick-Ass. You know, it's... I think it's Dark Horse that, that writes that one? or No, it, it's Marvel. It's through Marvel's icon imprint, but it's Marvel. Okay. But even still, you know, so all those offshoots. Oh, and Hellboy. I love Hellboy, too, and that's, you know, Dark Horse. So, um, you know, things that tend to be, you know, third party tend to be amongst my favorite, and this is definitely up there. So, um, And this is published by Image. Image, I yes. specifically mm-hmm. said, but... Yeah, Image. Oh, and Invincible, which I love Invincible, too. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Image book. Give Image a shot. If you have never read Image, they have a lot of good stuff. Give that a shot. But anyway, so East to West, it's a Western. What is the thing that changed? What is the, like? Wasn't it like the South won the war? And there was a couple major things that happened. Um, basically, for this comic, which before you even say the plot, I should say you you say you you love westerns. Yeah. Myself, I don't. Now, when I was a little kid, I'll say up to like the age of eight, I loved westerns. I yeah. loved them. Lone Ranger and Bonanza and Bonanza. Yeah, hey, and and lots of other westerns. John Wayne. As a young kid, I liked it. And then at a very sudden point, I don't know what it was, but I kind of went, I don't like westerns anymore. It was just a very sudden, I don't like them. For years, stayed away from them completely. Then, I like Firefly, which is kind of a western, but not totally, so I can ease into it. Yeah. And then the remake of True Grit came out. That's true. There's that, yeah. And I love that. I thought that was incredible. And also things like No Country for Old Men, which are kind of western So the newer, gritty... Because, like, I think you can really say that there was high western. And I think the, the face for that is obviously, you know, John Wayne. He was the high western, the clean... The John Wayne, John Ford, cinemascope, super exactly. widescreen epic. Uh, and I think that kind of changed uh, with Clint Eastwood. I think he's the... Well, you got into the spaghetti western as well. Exactly. And, you know, the good, bad, the ugly, and all those things. Uh, I think the new... Western is very gritty, 
and as is this, and you know, as we'll get into it. But yeah, the even Clint Eastwood's return with uh, Unforgiven, where they kind of like, oh, here's a career Oscar, but you know, yeah, exactly. So yeah, East to West, it's Western. You were saying and what the, the differences were, yeah. Well, and so I'm just saying I wasn't into them until recently, where I'm starting kind of get back into yeah. them a little bit, and this is another thing where it's kind of a Western, yeah, and I can dig it exactly. So what happens? You're in the Civil War. Civil War pretty much going the same as it is in real life history, yep. except the remaining Native American tribes, instead of, and granted, I don't, uh, the Civil War I know a lot of history about, but I'm more of a World War II guy, so some of the details get a little bit yeah. lost on me. That said, as far as I know, the Native Americans never really came to any type of un- alliance in the no. Civil War. Well, they never came to an alliance altogether, and I think that's a different, because isn't that point one where that's they unify? That's point one. Yeah. The first thing that really happens differently is the Native Americans get together and go, this is insane. Yeah. All you know, all the white men are. This killing is each our other. land. This is our land in the first place, yeah. and they're killing each other over it. And they band together. Yeah. So that's point one. Major history change. They get together and they help. Then a comet or a meteor, whatever a meteorite. I guess technically. No, I thought hits, that was the last thing that happens because that's when they were like, "Oh snap, we got to get together." Well, the friends. war then wages on for a while because now you've got three parties involved, yeah. and then that kind of splinters into more parties where you have escaped and freed slaves who are kind of holed up in the New Orleans region and treating that as, I guess now it's the Kingdom of New Orleans. Um, You've got... Which you really don't see them much. Not yet, although a little bit more in issue six. Um, You've got, I don't know if expats is the right term, but Chairman Mao coming over from China and ending up on the West Coast. And basically China colonizes the West Coast. Because we didn't get there yet. Right, exactly. Because we, yeah, uh, we were still in the war. Well, a little, I mean the 49ers. I mean, we, we were there, but not in like a major way. Yeah, yeah. There were white men there. It wasn't cities, ma- major cities. Yeah, was that's true. A I few mean, scattered I, settlements. I, I, I seem to remember, and this could be horribly wrong, we really made a push west as a kind of recuperation from uh, the Civil War. To an extent, but California had already been oh, colonized. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was technically a state yet, but we were getting very close. Yeah. But anyway... So oh, and then Texas does what it's always wanted to do, Texas and because secedes. it's own nation. Yeah. Texas secedes from the south, technically. Yes. Canada becomes a major player. Yeah, Canada kind of stretches down in. Yeah, And so now you have, and I'm sure I'm forgetting one or two, but you have now essentially seven nations. Yeah, I was about to say there's seven, right? So you have the, over you have the world. Taking the, over the, yeah. North America. You kind of have what we know as the Union. You have the Confederacy. I thought that was like the Great Apache Nation. or what No, it's, it's the Endless... Uh, Endless Indian Nation or Endless Native um, Native Nation? I thought they picked like a tribe, but okay. Yeah, I'm not um, sure. Those, we, we, do, we usually have the books right in yeah. front of us. We weren't planning to do this episode tonight, so I didn't bring exactly. them with me. New, <laughs> New Orleans, Texas, Mao, and whatever Canada really is. I think, I think you kind of have like the Oregon, Washington, yeah. Montana kind of area is now... It might be French-controlled, like French-Canadian. I think, I think you might be right. Um... But the point is now... And they're trying to be their own thing these days anyway, but that's a completely different conversation. (laughs) The point is you basically got geographically what is today the United States is now seven distinct nations with one demilitarized zone in the center. I mean, the war's kind of over at this point. Well, it ends, like I was saying, because a meteor strikes. Yeah, meteor strikes, so you got a meteorite crater. They basically take that as the place for, A, this will be our expat, I keep saying expat because it's a fun phrase. This will be our DMZ, our demilitarized zone, and it will also be kind of a neutral area where we can have meetings between the exactly. seven nations and between the seven ruling you know peoples of the, uh, North America and we'll go from there. Yeah. And that and the war lasted for like 100 years though. So technology kind of took a hit in some ways 
but style in other ways, took a hit. But in other ways, st- it, style did not take a hit. Style is still happening. Style stayed where it was for the most part <laughs> in 1864-ish, 1862-ish. But technology, in many ways, took a leap forward. I believe the book takes place in the future, even our future. Oh, absolutely. Because like when, when you look at the Union, like it's a futuristic city. So you have Flying a, a visual stuff. style that's very 1850s and 60s, but you have a techno- technology style that's very 1950s and 1960s future. And, and so I think it's, it's that, that retro future style. I feel the, like every episode... Yeah, exactly. I feel like every episode we've done, we've references, but it's it, it, it really applies, I think, more to this. Well, no, we did a Joss Whedon episode, so you can't get much more applicable, but it's like Firefly. So you have Persephone, the pristine super, you know, technologically advanced city. You know, maybe this is a little bit more gritty, but then you also have the backwater planets that have hover vehicles or whatever the vehicle is that Death Rise will get to that thing. It's a horse. Yeah. It's a mechanical horse. It, with, without a head, yeah. But it's still in the West. It's still, you know, people still ride regular horses and all that stuff, you know. So it's kind of in that vein where you have both and. So, so if all that wasn't complicated enough... Yeah. You also have the four horsemen of the apocalypse who show up. Now, I believe they, yeah. they either were on the meteorite or the meteorite landing triggered them to awake from below the Earth's That's crust. kind of what it's hinting at. Well, there's this thing called, what is it, the message, right? Yeah, you've got Chairman Mao, a well, that's the Native American... Yeah. No, no, Chairman Mao, a Native American chief or, or shaman, and a ex-preacher, kind of a Billy Sunday-style ex-preacher. Yeah. Billy Sunday was a preacher, right? I, I, I believe so. Know, I don't know. I believe that's the... It could have been Harvey Incredible that killed everyone. But did you that. see There Will Be Blood? Oh, is that the horrible movie that I had to watch where the dude... Yeah, that dude, I hated that movie. I uh, hated see, it. I liked it. But the, the preacher in that, I believe, was based on Billy Sunday. Yeah, the one who gets his... Yeah, spoilers. Mm-hmm. I'm finished. Um, I hated that so much. he was based on the real-life guy of Billy Sunday, if I remember correctly. And so this guy was another, kind of similar to that, who was like an army general, turned to religion, and then these three men individually, Mao, the Native American guy... Which, which nation does he lead? I don't think he led a nation, but he was just... These three guys oh, okay. all simultaneously were writing these these scriptures, basically. Oh, this is this is in the past. That's right. That's yeah, right. that when That's you read... The original the, Mao, because yes. Mao is a title also that gets passed down for the Mao family. the first, Mao the second. Yeah, exactly. They all wrote, basically, parts of this scripture independently that yeah. when you read them together becomes this very Gnostic, the world must be destroyed, apocalypse yeah. is, is coming, and we are embracing that scripture called Embracing it and we did it to ourselves. We're thing. embracing it and we're ushering it in and, and, yeah. it's, and it's, it's speeding it up. Yeah, exactly. So during that, because of that, after that, whatever, the four horsemen of the apocalypse show up and they start wrecking a house. Well, my understanding was that they, yeah, they had kind of been around. But maybe underneath the Earth's crust, kind of like an uh, Abaddon type deal. Abaddon or, yeah, or what's it called? Uh... Uh, Darksiders, you know. Or Lock and Key. (laughs) Yeah, Lock and Key. (laughs) Although that's more of a different dimension. But they're now wrecking shop and taking over. When death, you've got got war, death, famine, and conquest. These are the four, the version of the four horsemen we're going with, because there's multiple versions, as anyone would probably know. As anyone would know. Anyone who studies post-apocalypse, oh, yeah. four horsemen mm-hmm. of the apocalypse, there's always, there's like, it's kind of like the, the Three Stooges. War, you almost war, always have yeah. three, but there's like six or seven different names. Well, so yeah, and war, war and death are pretty much always the standard. but then famine, conquest, conquest and famine, yeah. yeah. You know, you conquest sometimes is you have, disease. Sometimes you have war, death, conquest, and shemp, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Death falls in love yes. with a woman named Jalan. Yeah. Or Jalin. I'm, it's spelled with an X. 
I do not speak Chinese, Mandarin, or uh, Cantonese, Cantonese, so I apologize to anyone who does if I'm butchering the name, but I believe it's Xiaolin or Xiaolan. He falls in love with this woman. Problem. She's like the great-great-granddaughter of Chairman Mao, and she's the yeah. daughter of Mao the fourth or fifth or whatever. Third. Okay, third. Fourth, or uh, whatever. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. He's a descendant. The point is... Well, and on top of that, he doesn't want to be death anymore. Right. He wants to give up death. Well, because he falls in love with this woman, yeah. and she's a, she's a pacifist, and they kind of... No, she's not. No, no, I'm sorry, no, she's not. But they, they kind of fall into pacifism together. Well, basically, she was a more or less a warlord. We said spoilers, right? Yeah, well, it should be into, obvious at this point. We're about to get into heavy yeah. spoilers. Like, uh, like, she was a warlord, and she only showed mercy to the guy, who I'm guessing is Solomon. Bell yeah, Solomon? Yeah, probably. the whole long-haired giant guy. That's my guess. Because, or just in spite of death. Like, she's about to behead the guy, sees death, and like, nah, you don't get this one. I feel like spiting <laughs> you. And death's like, that chick's kind of cool. And, like, then they, they chat. Like, and then they fall in love. And then they have a baby. They have a baby. So they, they kind of leave the war behind because now they got a family. Also, we just ruined everything. Oh, so yeah. I hoped you had read we're, it. We're spoiling because, crazy Because, like, stuff. every... One thing I really appreciate about this is every issue is just like, what? And that's a thing? And that's a thing? Like... It just keeps building and building and exactly. building. Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Go back to what you were saying. So, yes. fall in love. They have a baby. And they kind of leave the war behind. They leave Apocalypse behind. The general concept of Apocalypse. Exactly. So the other three horsemen are none too thrilled. Yeah, they're like, no, 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 no. And again, we only have bits and pieces of the story so far. We're we're just talking about issues one through five, which is volume one. I believe it's called The Promise. Um, I will double check. Whatever the title of this episode will be East of West, volume, whatever, and then the title. But I'm pretty sure it's The Promise. Other four horsemen, not thrilled. So they come in, and as far as Death knows, they kill his wife. As far yes. as she knows, because she's not actually dead, they kill their son. Yes. So she is sent back to her family yes. in in what's essentially uh, what is it called? What do they call that city? New New Taipei or New? No, New uh, shoot, New Shanghai. Shanghai. New, new Shanghai. Shanghai, which is San Francisco. It's even got yeah. a Chinese inspired yeah. Golden Gate Bridge, which is fantastic looking. I thought that was a good touch. I like that. So she's been imprisoned. Death goes. Nuts. Oh, yeah. He goes mental, and he kills the other three, mm-hmm. um, the other three horsemen. Also, they turn on him, and tr- and something happens to him. We don't, we don't know, exactly know what it was. Is. We know something, though, because... And everything is shaded black? In the past, when Death fell in love, he was pure black. And I don't mean he was African-American. I mean he was a tall, skinny, gaunt man Without who was color. pitch black. Yeah. Now, in the current times, he is Pure white. Yeah, ghostly he, pale. Go, yeah. yeah, yeah, gaunt, still tall, skinny, gaunt, ghostly pale, all white clothes. And he is now trying to find the remaining humans and the remain, the other three horsemen, because they're back. The whole council. The council being uh, the leader of each nation. The, the seven leaders of the seven nations who are trying to usher an apocalypse he, and who turned on him and helped the other three horsemen yeah. kill his wife, as far as he knew. He's trying to hunt them down, one yeah. by one, kill them all. The other three horsemen reincarnate... Some yeah. of them even switching genders, which they're not too happy they, about. They they actually all switch genders. Well, did they all? Were there two women before? There was two women and, and a dude, yeah. So they all switch genders, except for death. If he died, he's still a man. Um, we don't know for sure that he died, though. Yeah. They, they're now... They're pissed about it, They're too. murdery children. Well, the murder... But War's like, this sucks. I had boobs before. Yeah. And now I... I like, I hate this. I hate being a boy. stupid boy body. Yeah, what is like, this? You read FF, right? Fantastic Four and FF? All uh, these parts of them? Yeah, uh, Hickman's run? Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the artists Hickman worked with on that was Nick Dragata, 
who was the the artist of this. And he worked on the FF runs, where he drew a lot of the kids. If you loved his work there, as I did, now you get to see him draw a bunch of Bentleys, a bunch of evil, murdering children. I never put that together. Conquest and and War look a lot like Bentley. And holy crap, it's kind of Well, the first scene is them waking up around hundreds and hundreds of dead bodies. And they're like, oh wait, there's one alive over here. And he's like, please, please help me. And they're like, eh, tell us a joke. What? Tell us a joke and we won't murder your face in right away. And he's like, I don't know any jokes. Like, my legs are disconnected from my body. And they're like, you're boring. And they just bash his face in with their feet. I'm like, what is this? And so now they are, they're kind of, they're growing quickly, right? Because they're already like teenager looking. Yeah, when they first came out, they were definitely like 11. Now they're, nah, they're still tweens. Yeah. But so now they're hunting death. Yeah. He thinks they're dead or has only recently learned that they're back, but he's hunting down the humans. Yeah. And they're all traversing across the, what we know as United States, but just North America, murdering everyone in sight. Almost, yeah, pretty much. Death gets to the president of America. Well, he gets to the president of America and murders him. And he leaves and then it's like, I'm going to go hunt down everybody else who's part of the council. After he leaves, the other three horsemen get there, and they kill the next, like, 15 people in the order of succession. Until they find someone, on, yeah. Because they want someone that they can control. Yeah. And so they just murder everyone until they get to somebody who's in the order of succession for the presidency that they can control. And who's, and the woman that they find was already, like, indoctrinated. Super completely. evil. Yeah. Super evil. Also, the White House is now the White Tower. Yeah, exactly. It might have a different name, but it's a giant white tower. It looks like a, like a nuclear reactor silo. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Mixed with like a 1950s space rocket. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So Death makes his way then from the white tower to... to down to KFC and meets the colonel. <laughs> with, and we should talk about his acolytes. I know we're jumping all over the place. This yeah. is such a fun book. You've got to check it out. But he's got these two acolytes. Two Native American Which, shaman, essentially... I, I can't even tell if they were... I'm not were, even sure if they're human. That's the thing. Like, were they human that gave themselves over? Like, what were... Because they were around before he met her. Like, you see a, a wolf and the crows that's with him. And so, like, yeah, they... I think they... What did they... They call her something at one point. Well, she's crow she also and likes, he's wolf. Yeah, but they call her, like, like witch, not like witch. I think they are called witches at some point or something, or avatars or oh, something. Oh, she really likes eyeballs. So, she is all white or all black? She's all black, because she's the crow. And he's all white and, and a he's, wolf. And wolves, yeah. And they're both these, like, hulking Native American... Well, he's huge. She's kind of slight. She, but, well, she's very... Feminine, curvesy, yeah. But all of one color, and they can, they're Native American in design, and then they can trans, transmogrify, to use a Calvin and Hobbes term, yeah. themselves into wolves and crows. Packs of. Like, yes, large groups of them. Yeah. So, some kind of magic thing, we don't exactly. really know the specifics. They're with death as he tra- traverses the nation. And his headless horse. And his headless mechanical horse, who is awesome. Who shoots laser beams like nobody's business. <laughs> I don't know whose business is to shoot laser beams. I, I NASA, maybe? but Yeah, I guess, yeah. Spaceship One. So then he meets up with, as you called him... Uh, the Colonel. Colonel, yeah. So tell us about that. I'd even forgotten about it, uh, just because there was a break uh, in my comic reading for about a month between, I think, f- 3 and then 4 and 5 had come out. And so I had to get caught up. But yeah, basically Death shows up and is like, yeah, I'm going to kill you now. Because that's kind of Death's M.O. is he just kind of walks in and be like, oh, hey, you're, you're, I'm going to kill you. You know why. I'm going to kill you. I, that's what I, one of the things I love about Death is that it's a cold fury about him. And I wouldn't even say fury. It's just determination. Like, eh, not even determination. It's like there is a certain determinism to him where he's not even like, I'm going to kill you now. For the most part, it's mostly yeah. like, so you're going to die now. This is a fact. This is what is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Cold determinism. Yeah. And so he gets to, you know, the colonel, who, for lack of a better term, he, he, he looks exactly like the colonel. Because the fashions and facial hair styles yes. are still very 1860s. Exactly. And he's like, I'm going to kill you now. And the guy's like, I could do that thing. I'm going to die anyway. So why don't I just, like, help you out a little bit? Like, he's playing every side of the coin. He's like, yeah, I'll tell you some things you want to know and help you out. He's the one who tells him that his wife's still alive, right? A, he tells him your wife, Shaolin, is still alive. Yeah. And I'll give you the identities of the other members of the council, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much what he promises. He's like, yeah, I like living. You know, why, why die now? You're going to kill me eventually anyway, so why not delay it a little bit? So he makes his way to New Shanghai yeah. looking for his wife. Meanwhile, that the guy, other, yeah. who was just turning, you know, you know flip-flopping every which exactly. minute, he goes to the council basically goes, yeah, so death is coming, he's not happy, and we're all going to die unless we can bring the apocalypse around really quickly. Yeah. We need to do this now. Yeah, and then the the other three horsemen show up, and they're all like, you're going to help us, right? And he goes, why should I help you? Yeah. And like, war, I've done that my whole life. Conquest, I'm a conquistador. And famine, oh please, I have so much money, I don't even care about that. He's he. It's interesting in his approach where death. He's like, oh, I'll bargain with that. The others, I'm just going to tell them they're worthless children and to shut up. Like it's just it, he plays every side of the coin. Cause it, I mean, I think they're really trying to pin him. I think as the I don't see the real villain in it, but I think he's more mastermindy than anyone else. He's um the spider. From Game of Thrones. What's that that's, guy's name? That's fair. Uh, Varys. No, but see, Varys, I mean, though... Varys is, Varys is working for the kingdom. He's not working for any king or queen. Uh, even beyond the kingdom. Once When you get into... I, I know some things about where that goes. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, the the man behind the curtain directing things. Yeah, but the Varys... people all kind of know he's got his fingers in every pot, but they don't know how much he's yes. stirring them. But much more evil than Varys. Like, for yeah. his own ends. Oh, and you haven't even read Six yet. Yeah, <laughs> I've read six. We're not going to talk about six yeah. too much. Gets even more interesting. Yeah, death starts riding to New yeah. Shanghai. Just riding, just Mao casually strolling <laughs> across the country. Mao knows he's coming. Yeah, and we then catch up with Jialin and her sister Wu or who? Is it, I H- thought it was. Uh, it's either H U or yeah, W. I think it's W U. So let's say Wu. If that's wrong, I apologize again. Normally, I'd like to have the books with me. I didn't know we were going to do this yeah. episode tonight. I knew we were doing others, but not this one. They have a whole confrontation yeah. uh, where you find out that Shaolin has metal hands. She made this robot. I didn't pick robot. up on that until like it was a important Her lesson. sister goes to chop off her hands and basically just slices the skin off of them and you find out, nope, robot hands. Yeah. <laughs> Underneath, which again, like you said before, apparently this is a thing. Yeah. That's kind of where, the, that's kind of the way this comic is. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, that's a thing too. But not in a bad way, just in a... That's awesome kind yeah, of way. Yeah, exactly. They go to their father, the current Mao, be it three or four, whatever his name is. Yeah. And he, so he's like, well, that's coming. Just going to keep sending armies at him. Yeah. And they do. And so for a whole issue, basically... It Multiple is, issues, really. Is it really? Well, I guess there's one issue where it's war outside of New Where he hits, he hits the bridge and destroys it. The Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Then he gets across the other side with the crow, the wolf, and his horse, whose name I forget. I don't even know if it has a name. I don't name. think it has I, a name. I feel like I text or I sent a tweet to Nick Dragata and he either answered it or already answered it saying what the name of the horse was. Anyway, Death's horse, yeah. awesome. The four of them, Death's horse shooting lasers. You got yeah. a whole f- like murder two of crows. foot in diameter laser. You've got yeah, giant flocks of crows, giant packs of wolves, and Death murdering entire like the entire yeah. Chinese army. Yep, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, hundreds of thousands of them. I would yeah. probably say, finally getting to Mao. <laughs> Yeah, 
and he doesn't kill him out. Which I, I like. I just thought that was a very interesting little bit there, where the end is comes from her and not from him. But uh, you yep. know, Jalen gets to kill her daddy. And her sister. And her sister. And become the new... The new Mao. Yeah. She gets to control what's left of the Chinese army. Well, uh, there was a surprising number Or the left. new Shanghaiian yeah. army. Yeah, I guess it's not technically China, army. but... Uh, let me just, for record, say, I hate skull-crushing, and I think that's happened a couple times in this now. Um, I mean, it doesn't come up in my day-to-day life enough for well, me to have a strong opinion on it. <laughs> well, Thankfully. no, just of all the way people... Okay, you got beheaded. Okay, fine, whatever. Oh, no, you crushed your sister's head in with your robotic hands. I'm like, that's that's kind of... Oh, that's a little gross. Her sister deserved it. Her, mean, sister was her sister person. was a butt. Her sister was a very big butt. But, yeah, at the end of the day... Yeah, okay, maybe maybe she deserved it a little bit. But, yeah. So, yeah, and she rules, and she's all like, yeah, I'm not going to kick you out, but I'm, I don't want you. I don't want you. You, you, you. you left me, and now I have robot hands. Like, you know. <laughs> My mind went in a weird direction. I'm not even going to explain it. But, uh, could it be an effective man replacement? I or guess. Just Human interaction. Well, I mean, let's death is probably as cold as steel, so let's all just leave that at that. But is he as hard as steel? I don't want to know about that. Uh, anyway, yeah, moving on from cut. that. But anyway, <laughs> so we find out at the end of issue five that we've been dancing yeah. around it, but just like Death's wife wasn't actually dead, baby Death ain't dead either. No. And in fact, the council have the baby in the bottom of their meeting building yeah. in the DMZ, hooked up to massive giant computer, like, in more ways than one. Yeah, the ultimate homeschooling, really. Is what it... <laughs> it's more like the ultimate unschooling, probably. <laughs> they're basically training him to be the beast of revelation. Yeah. The beast of the apocalypse. The, the bringer of the end of all things. Yeah, pretty much. But still a baby. Uh, no, he looks like he's four or five, I would say. Okay, still a toddler. Yeah. Still a very young person reminiscent for me a little bit of another Hickman book. Did you ever read S.H.I.E.L.D.? His S.H.I.E.L.D. work? No. I was hoping you were going to say Nightly News because I started reading that too. We did? Oh, good. Yeah. We should do an episode on that sometime. But the baby Celestial, the newborn Celestial from S.H.I.E.L.D., which I won't spoil anything about it, but it reminds me very similarly of that. Okay. Just in terms Where of... Where is this infant that's supposed to be full of life and emotion but no, and just, just cold? Being, being super smart. Oh, okay. Very smart. Yeah. That's more what I was going for. Gotcha. The art, gorgeous. I, Nick Dragata's work I liked in FF, but it also felt a little strange. It was it took some getting used to, yeah. for sure. Here, and I don't know if it's Frank Martin's colors or just that he's doing it a different style. The color, I think, adds a lot to it. Or also that they don't use glossy paper. And that's not a totally image thing, but image in this book is not using glossy yeah. paper. They're using flat, matte paper. And for whatever reason, the way he's drawing it, the way it's being inked, the way it's being colored, it is Gorgeous and not a little bit stylized, but not. I mean, it was kind of goofy stylized, but in a way I liked in FF. But it was still strange. Here it's stylized in a very different way that just looks epic. It really does. And the colors help not in just in the stylization, but just gorgeous colors throughout. You've got Hickman designed covers, but the colors throughout. Well, the even book, the covers. The covers are very simplistic. Very simplistic, especially they given have a small image. Bit of Dragata art image is very is known for their full page cover art. And that's actually a, a couple articles I've read where, you know, it, they were like, hey, hey, Marvel, be more like Image. Don't put ads everywhere. Just give it, you know, a piece of art. Uh, but, you know, whatever your credit Marvel is. Marvel has it's, a trade dress, which they can do more with their contained universe than an Image. Yeah. 
Um, I think both have their positives and negatives. I wouldn't oh, yeah. say one's better or worse, from my opinion. Yeah. But Hickman is like the one guy who gets to go, yeah, I don't care what your trade dress is, this is what my book looks yeah, like, and that. it's going to look different from every other book on the shelves, except maybe my own. Um, because this has similarities to, say, like, uh, God is Dead, or to a Manhattan Projects, or even, uh, I think it's Fraction, just put out Sex Criminals number one the other day. Yes. Also has a cover that's very reminiscent of a Hickman cover. Because people are starting to see, oh, these Hickman books, they stand out on shelves. Um, because they're very simple, but yeah. they also have a lot of flavor to them. Exactly. And they're just different. artistic, yeah. Yeah, exactly. very artistic. What What else do you want to say about East of West before we wrap this up? What What are your guesses? Where do you think it's going? That's the thing, I don't know. And with a lot of Hickman, some Hickman books, like the superhero stuff, I can kind of guess. This one, because it's a brand new world that we're being dropped into, and we're being given information at the speed he chooses to give it to us. Okay. It's not like, like, say, with a, a Marvel and Infinity. I'm loving where Infinity is yeah. going. I know the Marvel Universe, so I can speculate as to certain things as, okay, this is probably going to end up being th- that, this place is probably going to end up being over there, this person's probably going to end up going here and doing this. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe I'm right or maybe I'm wrong, but because of the universe that I know very well from 10, 15 years of reading it, I've got ideas. East of West is a brand new universe that, like you're saying, oh, this is a thing now. Yeah. Every issue brings us five more things that, oh, this is a thing now. So guessing where it's going and trying to put that together, A, is kind of futile. B, I don't really care. I'm, I want to know where it goes, but I'm fine being on the ride. Like, issue six, I won't spoil anything, but let's just say it deals with the Texas Rangers. Yeah. And turning them kind of into the judges from Judge Dredd and adding in a Lone Ranger angle and... It was awesome, and I say that as a person who fell out of love with the Lone Ranger before I was ten. So, this is kind of drawing me back into this world in really, really cool ways, and I didn't even know the Texas Rangers were a thing in this book until issue six. Oh, yeah. And now, I just want to know more about the Texas Rangers. But, maybe in issue seven, we get introduced to another concept that I didn't know existed, and I'm like, now i got to know where this goes, as it builds more on the Rangers and on Belle Solomon, who's one of the people on the... Yeah. Council and I'm Death and Jalin and I, yeah, I think you know in the I think Hickman's in this one for the long pull. I think this is going to be. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with that, you know, I mentioned Solomon. I think he's going to end up being a good guy. Like I said, I think he was the one that Zalin uh, spared because you know the the guy, person she spared was a giant guy with long hair. You know, so Solomon's <laughs> exactly that. You know, and I like the thing I say about everything ever. You don't introduce something without it having purpose later. Well, I mean, um, Chekhov's gun, essentially. Yeah. You don't introduce a gun in, in Act 1 unless you intend to fire it by Act 3. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and Death has a lot of guns. Death has Death only has two guns, though. But that's more than he even needs. Because with the way Death works, he could just use, like, paper clips. He could be, like, Bullseye from Daredevil. <laughs> All you need is a package of peanuts? Fine. He's going to kill everybody with it. Paper wasps with a rubber band? Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> he uh, wouldn't even need the rubber band. Yeah. My thought is, I think... I don't want to say Death's in league with uh, the Native American nation, but I think there is... there. I think there's something in the... His two sidekicks are... Native American, which is interesting, but I definitely don't think he's hooked. He's not, certainly not with the leadership. Certainly not after reading issue no. six. I um, think there's probably like a uh, some subsect of you know well, whatever. I mean, their you even brought it up leadership. before. Like there's a whole bunch of uh, we both kind of brought it up before, but there's a whole bunch of tribes in the Native Americans. Yeah, not all of them like each other all that exactly. Much. And maybe it's like uh, I'm just pulling names out of a hat, but maybe the Apache maybe rule things, but the Lenny Lenape 
are not so cool with the Apache running things, even yeah. though they are part of this nation. Well, so maybe they're yeah. helping him or something. Or, or my thought is the, you know, how many different ways are there to interpret holy texts, you know. And that comes up a lot in this book. Exactly. And so, you know, there is a tribe that's like, no, we are, like, the direct descendants of the Native American dude that wrote this. We know what's really up. So you know? the Chippewa are really like, no, nah, no, nah, you're interpreting this wrong or something. Yeah, exactly. Know? And, you know, they're trying to overthrow it. And so I think it's uh, issue five was talking about, you know, there's war brewing between the nations. I think you're going to see uh, Texas-Chinese team up there. I think they're going to side, you know, because they were talking about how much they warred over the years for the border control. I think they're going to be well, team up. Well, if... Shaolin is not necessarily 100% with death, although now they know the kid's alive, maybe more so. Yeah. But if she's with him... Well, she just wants war against the other nations. That's true. all she wants. But also, if he's with the Native Americans, or at least some of them, and I don't want to get too much into six, but I, I could see the Texas Rangers maybe siding with death. Yeah. Because they're all about justice. Not, that's not really a spoiler. Yeah. It's just kind of like their thing um, in, in classic literary terms. And Walker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and rangers. Um, <laughs> and beards. And, and jeans. Do they all have beards? Do they do roundhouse kicks? I wouldn't say they all have beards. Maybe some of them have beards. They have hats with built-in robot mustaches. <laughs> I will show you later. Um, that is the greatest thing in the history of mankind. <laughs> it's, they're kind of like rebreathers slash mustaches, but rebreather <laughs> like Lemmy from Motorhead mustaches. <laughs> and visors. That is fantastic. But so maybe you could see New Shanghai, some of the Native American nations, yeah, and Texas versus everybody else. Versus the North, the South, and whatever the French. Yeah, maybe the North and South have to team up. Exactly. <laughs> you could have some interesting stuff there. That would be very interesting. So I think that would be very interesting. They ha- they have to develop the horsemen right now. I think right now they're still in the murderous children mode. Like I wonder if it's only if it's still going to be three versus one the entire time. That could be interesting because I think I think it's pretty much headed up that war's kind of the the voice in the face of the three of them. And so I wonder if war just kind of goes over the top and that you know they start to switch sides. Maybe you know maybe famine's like yeah whatever I'm out you know <laughs> and she goes and does her own thing. So I would be interested to see where that goes. So. Or if they go in the really long haul, where, you know, maybe this even goes more worldwide, and it has to be, you know... The... Yeah, we know next to nothing about the rest of the world. Exactly. Yeah, they have said nothing about that. So, you know, what about actual China? What does that look like? You know, yeah. What's Europe look like? You know, so that would be interesting to see in the, you know, the very long haul. So, yeah, but we'll see. I'm, I trust Hickman. Again, I think, you know... As I've said before, either you know he's just lucky enough and he doesn't know what he's doing and he just lucked out this entire time, or he is far above all of our heads. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Where In that the goes. best possible. Way. In the best possible way. So is that it? I think that's it. Alrighty. Uh, again, volume one of East of West from Image Comics. I believe it's called The Promise. It's issues one yep. through five. As we record this, one through six are out. Fantastic. Pick uh, it up if you can. I don't believe it's available the, digitally. I was about to say, is the trade going to be one through five? Yeah, that's the promise. That's okay. volume one. Right. Yeah. Um, so the trade paperback, which is out now, I believe. Uh, definitely by the time this is, this is released, it'll be out. So check it out. I yeah. highly recommend it. If you don't like it, you spent 15 bucks and exactly. give it to somebody else who likes Westerns and they'll probably eat it right up. Exactly. So this has been Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Pierce from Jersey. Have a good week, everybody. Later. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan F-R-M Jersey.